Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello everyone. After the big wide world, this is Helena Steiner Holmstein speaking to you from beautiful, sunny South Florida. Thank you for listening to my show. Thank you everyone all out there that you want to spend a little time with me today. I am Helena Steiner Holmstein again, or if you call me Helena Margareta. That's okay, too. It's easy to say, isn't it? And the program today is called, well, it's about healing. Inside information about healing. Inside, how inside is it? I'm not going to tell you any big secrets. I'm going to tell you how I work and what works for me. Out there, there's so many ways to heal. And so many people out there call themselves healers. All they have to do is to do a meditation. And immediately there are healers. I'm a healer because I meditate. Listen to this beautiful script that I have kind of worked out psychologically for you to listen to. Whereas I'm totally different. My so-called meditations are always channeled directly from the big heart to the you, from the universe, of the universe, to your big open heart, directly from the universe, through me, to you. And that is my whole method of working. It's channeled information. And who do you channel, people ask me. What guide do you channel? I don't channel any guide. I'm channeling the big light of the universe, that big, big power called the God energy, the power that knows all, that sees all, that hears all, that knows all. And do you know? You have that power within you. You have that power within you at all times. I see this power so unbelievably unlimited and so strong. You can only understand it as the white light. And we can all turn on that light. We have it in us. We don't allow it to shine, but we can turn it on so it shines all the time. It's there. And do you know when you have that light, you have turned it on, you can use it anytime. But what do most people do? It's, they cover it up. Is that how you do with a light? I mean, you turn on the lamp and you turn it on. Do you cover it up or put it under your bed or in the closet? No, you use it. And this is what you're supposed to do with your own inner light as well. And there's so many methods, again, how to heal people. And you can just tell people, laugh, 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 have fun. It helps. If you walk around and you're miserable and you feel sick, you know, it makes you feel even sicker and more miserable. So laughing is extremely, extremely important. And to be in a good mood, you know, to be in love. Oh, that heals a lot of things. And of course, when you drop out of love, that is what can make you sick too. Good foods, certain foods would put you back to good health again. And massage of all kinds. And then we don't 
we forget medical doctors. You know, they're out there to help you too, and we shouldn't disregard that possibility. I'm the first one to say so. I'm not the medical doctor myself, but I tell people, go to doctor first and see what you do. I have to do that legally, and I like doing that. So what you do, go to medical doctor or some kind in the medical field first. Find out from x-rays or whatever is wrong with you. Do surgeries. But of course, if that doesn't work, you come to me. And there's so many ways out there. And I'm going to read you something. And I put this in one of my books. And it's first a quote. And it says, unless we put medical freedom into the Constitution, the time would come when medicine will organize into an undercover dictatorship to restrict the art of healing to one class of men and deny equal privileges to others. The Constitution of the Republic should make special privilege for medical freedom as well as religious freedom in the new constitution of the so-called United States of America. And who wrote that? Who tried to make that a possibility? It was Dr. Benjamin Rush, who was a politician. And this was during the time of the first president of the United States, Thomas Jefferson. He was a social reformer. He built he believed in equal rights for everyone. He wanted to get rid of poverty. He was also a physician and a signer of the Declaration of Independence for United States of America in 1776, a long time ago. And he spoke at that time that we should allow all kinds of medical or healing treatments because there were so many ways to get well. But already at that time, he saw the trend that men, there was always men at that time, of course, who had gone to, to their universities and learned about medicine and medical treatment, which at that time, of course, I did not even think what they were doing. And they now decided, we know about this. We are the only ones who are supposed to do this. And they protected that right. And they cut out everyone else who knew anything else about helping other people. And that was what Benjamin Rush, medical doctor, was against. He wanted to put that into the Constitution that everyone could help anyone or anyone could help everyone. And that they didn't accept they didn't see it was important enough, but they did put in about the religious freedom, which is good, of course. But sometimes people feel it's not good because when you're religious, you want everyone to do just your religion. And this is what we see examples of all over the world. And this has also been the origin of so many wars and so many problems. So now, going back to healing. Yes, what is the inside, the big inside information about healing? It is 
that it starts inside of you. It's not that you come to me and I will kind of wave a magic wand around and say, heal, heal, focus, focus. Some people believe this is what it is. And I remember uh, this was in Palm Beach, Florida, where I used to come quite often. Well, I worked out in an office uh, in Palm Beach, uh, which was connected to a bookstore, actually. And uh, I had a really good time meeting wonderful people there. And I had someone who made all my reservations and, you know, everything went very good for me. And one of my first clients in Palm Beach was a man, you know. Here you have this former big-time CEO who comes to me. And he'd been told, well, she's one of the best in the world. <laughs> you should, yes, I was ranked one of the top four spiritual healers in the world, you know, some time ago. And anyway, so he came. And he was equipped like he was going to the movies. You know, you go to the movies and you buy your ticket and you buy your, your, your Coke and your popcorn. This is the American way to go to the movies. And here he was going to heal it. So now he brought the Coke, and some cookies. And he was now going to be entertained by me. And he was going to get well, you know, whatever wrong he had with his body. And I look at him and I said, you cannot eat and drink when we do healing because you have to be in union. We have to be in a togetherness. We We have to do this together. And he said, this is the only way I'm going to do this. And he was not going to budge. How do you tell a man, an old man, who has given orders all his life that he has to listen to someone else? Of course, you don't. So we just, you know, I gave him his hours. But of course, did this work? No. He was well fed on cookies and coke, you know. And I couldn't do anything because there was no focus. There has to be a focus. And the person who received the healing has to be on the same level somehow. And what I do is a form of extended quantum physics. You know, it, it, if you go back to quantum physics, to the quantum physics theory, the universe is one big field of vibrating energy. We are all part of this energy field where everything vibrates at a certain frequency. And all those of the same vibrational frequency attract each other. And this is, you know, feeling that we have with people. You can walk in the street and someone's, well, this is, of course, more in America. <laughs> Not very much in Europe, you know, that you start to smile at strangers. They wonder what's wrong with you. But, you know, here in America, this is what happens. That suddenly look at someone and you smile together. I've had this happen, you know, all the time. I have it happen every day, basically. And this is what is so wonderful, particularly about Florida, where the sun is always shining. People are happier. They They smile. And they do smile at others, at other people. And they can even, you know, start a conversation that way. 
So this is the same frequency that we all have somewhere within us, and we do attract each other. So this is what's happening when I have a session with you. Somehow, because of what we now have in common, we have the intention to get together together for a purpose. We somehow feel we are in a oneness in our session. And now I can see you. I can read you. I don't have to have your picture. I love to see how you look like. And also it's good at the end of, of a session because I see how you have reacted to a, a session. For that purpose, it's good to see, oh, it really worked with her or with him. So if you now are talking to me long distance, the best thing is to talk directly into your ear. That is kind of important. So if you get the, my voice coming out in the room just like that, it works. Of course it works. But when it comes directly into your ear through the telephone receiver or a headset from both sides of your head, it goes directly into your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind is what heals you. Because in your subconscious mind, and that's the whole point of healing, you have a life and you are aware of things around you. You just swallow it and you try to receive it. You, you do it and you are a follower. You know, you follow what others are saying. Although you don't necessarily agree with that, but you swallow it, you accept it because you're a good follower. That's what we see politically, that people just accept maybe a big lie about something. And somewhere in them, they have a doubt, but they still accept it because they want to be together with the others, you know, in this big, big energy or maybe negative feeling. They don't know it's negative feelings because they they don't quite know what's going on but accept this big lie or whatever information it is. And I'm saying this because out there on the internet, you have so many lies moving around. You cannot believe everything you're seeing or hearing. It's just a fact. You have to start to believe in your own gut feeling. But when you anyway start to believe things, and it could be at school or it could be anywhere, you're told things and you still don't quite believe it. It will sink down into your subconscious mind and it could make you sick. Actually, in the long run, it will make you sick. And this goes for people who live in bad relationships also. That you accept and you accept and you accept and it sinks into your subconscious mind that gets overloaded and now starts to bleed into your physical being and attack certain places in the body that happen to be a little weaker than other parts of the body. And this is how I see cancer starts. It's, you are very much in charge of how good you're going to feel, how well you're going to feel. It's up to me what's going to be. And that is somehow... An inside information 
that you are in charge of your well-being through your mindset. If you're happy, it works better. Of course, meditation belongs to healing. It's very good. It cleanses your mind. When I had uh, had a difficult childbirth with my daughter, I was kind of messed up in my body in so many ways. And I wasn't into the art of healing or anything at that time. But I heard about something called TM, Transcendental Meditation. And I heard, you know, how good it was. So I went for that initiation. You know, you pay a lot of money for two minutes <laughs> of being told the mantra. And that's it, more or less. And then you go back home and practice this mantra. And mantra is just that they give you one word that you focus on. And you focus and focus and focus on that one word. And you go deeper and deeper and deeper into some kind of altered state depending on who you are. And of course, it works. When I do my so-called meditations that are not meditations, I go into a journey. Almost like a space journey. And we make discoveries. We see stars. We see islands. We see trees. We see clouds. All those mean something. Your subconscious mind understands what it is about. You, in your protected human mind, you might not understand it at all. But you, your higher self does. And can hear the frequency and the vibration of those words, and that is what heals your subconscious mind. It is received throughout your many dimensions, and it clears away a lot of darkness. And who do I work with again? The white light. And who is the white light again? That highest power of the universe that we have called God. But we have turned this power, the God power, into man up in the sky. And who wants to believe in that if you are an educated person? If you still do, that's okay. That's really okay. Believe everything. I'm not going to change anyone's belief. I mean that. It's really my belief that everyone should be with their own belief. I believe in this highest power that I call the white light. And that is what lives also within you and me and everyone out there. Jesus was a great healer. And that was really who he was. And he said, I am the light, the way, the truth. He didn't mean that about himself alone. And he said that later on, but some, and it's still in the Bible where he says, you can do what I do even more so. But somehow no one says that. I once said that in the church, and I was told afterwards I shouldn't say that because it would confuse people. What they didn't say, what, what the, way, the way we make the separation now, that we put God up in the sky far, far away, they didn't say that is confusing to people. But in the original belief, in the big, 
beginning of faith. People believed there was a power that they had access to and it lived within them. And that is the inside information about healing, that you have this power inside of you. And you can very much connect with that power and stay connected with that power. It doesn't go away. It's there now. But it means that you have to trust this power and stay with this power. So don't put it away after I have been working with you. And that's what so many do. They say, okay, now I've had the healing. And then they don't always feel very much because it's like a fish in the water. It doesn't know it's wet. It doesn't know what is water. What does it do to me? Well, if you're outside of the water, like I said, it makes you wet. But when you are in the water and you're a fish, you don't know what water is. And that's the same with the light. We don't always know that we have this power within us and that we are surrounded by this power because we totally ignore it. All we have to do is just start to make those actions, those wishes even, of what we would like to have. Your thoughts matter in this process. So, What is stopping the healing process? Well, stop it through your own doubt. I have people who come to me and they sit down and say, oh, I know all about healing. I got all those classes I read, all those books. It's going to be so easy here to come to you and get well again. And immediately I notice it doesn't work very much because when I send light to those people, it's like, It stops. It doesn't get through to them. It throws itself right back to me. And why is that so? When you have put too much knowledge in your mind, you start to use your logic. And when you now, when I say relax and put yourself in the light, you start to follow rules. There are no rules how to follow the light. The only light is, Here I am, receive me, open up, period. It's your intention. It's your wish. But once you said, oh, yes, I was told, you know, this class I went to before, he said, I should relax. And we have to relax your body, my body, slowly, slowly, my arms, my shoulders, and and then I have to make sure that mind is not full of thoughts. And I said, I have to just put myself in a kind of a relaxing picture in my mind and you go through all these things and that's not what the light is. You just say, you put yourself in a bubble of light, immediately you're there. You put yourself in a ray of light, immediately you are in the light. You want to send light to someone, you send it. Of course, you come to me, we will open you up faster and better and you will get all the kind of conditions for it. But these are not in words as much as it happens in action. Because I work with people who don't even understand one word I'm saying. They may not understand one word I'm saying if even if they understand the language because it's so new to them. But I have people who are of completely different languages. Or animals. 
and I keep on doing my work, I keep on talking about the stars, and da, 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 and it works for them. It works for the animals, it works for the people. Somehow also, if I do it long distance to someone who is asleep, or in a, in a bed somewhere feeling very sick, it still works, because then there are no obstacles. They're sleeping. They're receiving. So we are the ones to create the obstacles for our healing process. So the doubt is the biggest thing. And then this thing that if you, well, that you have doubt all through the process. But in the beginning, if you sit there and believe you know everything better, because I don't say the right words about things. You have no idea how many psychologists have come to me and refused all kinds of acceptance because I didn't use the right words. Can you believe that? According to them, I had to say certain words because that was what made it valid. Forget that. That's totally unnecessary. Healing doesn't necessarily sit in the words. It is the intention and the vibration of the word that matters. But you can send that also through the actual vibration. And this is what is happening in a healing session. We're going to do that in a little while here. I'm going to do a so-called healing meditation. And I do this a lot. So, um, it, and it, it works. But now also, what causes sickness? There's so many reasons. What I see a lot of and what happens with many people is, and that's why it's so hard to heal, because a sickness today may have been caused by a situation in the past. It could be a few years ago in your childhood, or it could have happened in a past lifetime before this lifetime. That is the, you know, amazing thing. And many little babies that come to this world and keep on screaming, they, they scream like all the time during their childhood, or baby years, I would say, or baby months. And they scream and scream and scream, and people cannot understand why they scream because they see there's nothing wrong with their physical being. But these have been people many times who screamed themselves to death in the previous lifetime. And here they come back to this lifetime, and they keep on screaming. They don't even know where they are yet. They don't even realize they have entered a new lifetime. So it takes a while. And once they start to, to walk again and, you know, crawl and move around, they say, but I'm alive. Everything is fine. And something way down in their subconscious mind of the past is just actually healing itself spontaneously. And I've had people who have had pains in parts of their bodies with absolutely no reason to it. It could be just a pain on the part of the body where you have no, no organs, like in the middle of a knee, of, of, a, of a leg, just in the calf of the leg, the back of the leg, the little fatty part. 
And why? Well, I found that with someone, well, he had a big wound just on that uh, part of the leg in a past lifetime. And that big wound got infected and it spread all over his body and he died from that wound that he had, you know, a few hundred years ago. So this is the reason many times. So what do we do then? We just go back and heal that past wound, you know, the wound of the past lifetime and make his leg fine again in that lifetime. And that bleeds over into this time. And I've had instant healing times because the people I did it on were receiving so well. But it could also be that it just, the pain disappears like slowly. It depends how you receive it. Everything is a matter of how you receive healing. We do the same thing with everyone. Well, the variation, of course, depending who you are. But the point is, we give light. I say we, universe and I, (laughs) we give you light. And how you now receive it, it's up to you. If you receive it, you know, with caution or with doubt or with, you know, total disgust or some which some people do. I don't want to do the light this is spooky, which I think is very weird. How can light be spooky? I don't understand that. But this is, you know, for some people who are so much or so used to being in the dark, to work with the light is spooky. Ooh! <laughs> Ooh. What is that? That's scary. The light is not scary. The loving light of the universe is never scary. But I feel, you know, darkness is scary. I have never liked darkness unless I know exactly what is going on in the room. I can see or outside. And I feel good about just knowing what's in the dark. So, well, and again, it takes your cooperation to be part of healing, meaning you accept. You are in in a state of acceptance. And how do you accept? Well, you just commit yourself. One of the reasons why I take money, and sometimes even for some people good money for this, is that you commit yourself to getting well. If it's for free, you don't really care. You feel, well, I can come back many times, or I can go to someone else, you know, who's also free, or someone else who has this and that or something. No, you commit yourself getting free through, you know, whatever you have to have to take the time. You have to make some kind of exchange of energies. So I know in the older days, and I've done this for a long time in the beginning, Particularly guys say, well, why do you take money for this? Well, you know, opera singers get money, the big stuff, football people, you know, football players get a lot of money. You know, why shouldn't you, you give money to a healer? But somehow they protested to that. And if you don't want to make that commitment to getting well, you know, and there's no guarantee, of course, for anything, but 
people do get well. There is no guarantee for anything. There's no guarantee that this planet exists, you know, next week. This is the world we live in. Now, another thing is that we have to focus on the intention. Do you want to get well? And that is what you just put in your mind. I'm going to get well. And you take it like for granted. You just don't sit and focus, focus on it. But you just kind of get this idea. This is who I am and this is what I wish for. And that is the focus. So don't compare yourself with other people. You are you. Everything about you is very special. It's unique. And that is what I want to conclude with today. You are absolutely unique. You have your own connection to this big, wide universe, the white light. You have your own white light within you, and it listens to you. It listens to you, to your wishes. It wishes to your commands. It wishes to your, I wish for this, go ahead, energy. It listens to you. So there you are. I am the light. And this is the way you should follow in your life. I am the light, and this is my truth, and this is my way. Yes. (laughs) A little note for that. And now you begin to relax and relax and relax and relax. Take a deep, deep breath. And you know that within you, There is a place that knows all and sees all. And that is your inner light. To go deeper and deeper and deeper within you. You feel so safe. You feel good about you. Very, very good about you. You relax your body, your whole body. And you take a deep breath. You feel you are relaxed. Your eyes are closed. And you lean back in your chair. And your whole body feels so relaxed and so at ease. And should a thought enter your mind, a thought that doesn't belong to this moment, you throw that thought out and replace it with just white. And now we're going through you and your mind. And we are now beginning to clear your mind and you open up your mind to the white light that now comes from above and you imagine the light coming from above into your physical body and when it comes down over you it also goes in through your pores and into your physical body 
You notice I make big, big sighs, and that is because the light is entering my body, filling my cells with this new, powerful energy called I am the light energy. Take a deep breath, and you go deeper and deeper still into your very most loving part of your body, your I am energy. This is your light. The light is always well because this is your truth. The light is happy. Your light is creative. Your light shines. Shines all through you. It shines all over your shoulders, all over your arms, all over your chest area. And now it shines all over your back. You feel it. And you know it goes into your physical being, into your spine. Straightening your spine, making your spine straight and strong, able to carry your body. And your hips are getting stronger, able to carry your body and your legs. You feel good about you. And now suddenly there is a new shower of light coming down over you. I felt it right now. And you know your physical body is like a design. It's like a blueprint of a building where you can see all the outlets, all the wiring, all plumbing. You know it. And the light is coming into that blueprint system, cleansing and dusting. You feel so good about you. You know who you are. You are a spiritual being. You know it. You feel it. And you take a deep breath as the light is coming down into your body. You think, I am. I am. I am well. I am successful. I feel better and better and better about me. More and more do you know who you are. You are a child. You are a child of the highest good. You were born to shine. More and more and more do you feel that big, big light of the sky, the big, big light of the universe being in your body. You feel it and you know it. Yes, you know. You are a spiritual being. You are a child 
of the light. More and more and more. Do you accept this healing light going through your body? You throw out your blockages. Do you have someone you have negative feelings about who enters your mind all the time? Throw that out. Throw it into the light and let the light cleanse your mind from that old thought. Yes. You accept you. You accept your life. I am. You're more and more proud of the person you are. You are. I am. You feel it more and more. You accept that you shine. You accept your being now being full of light. It goes through your veins. It goes through your organs. It goes all through your whole nervous system. It cleanses. It accepts. You accept this power. The power of acceptance. The power of love. You accept the power of love in your life from now on. And you take a deep breath. Yes, I am a child. I am a child of the highest energy. I'm a child of the light. This is my truth. I accept this truth right now. And now. We come back to the here and now. Number one. Number two. Number three. The light will stay with you. You will never get rid of your light again. It is your best friend. One, two, three, four, five, six. And now number seven, you open your eyes again. And this is your good day today. This is Helena Steiner Hornstein, and you can reach me at bodysoulconnection.com, www.bodysoulconnection.com. Dot com. My email is dr for doctor, Dr. Helena Info at yahoo.com. Feel well, be the true you, and know that you are a child of the light, because that is your truth. Today, tomorrow, and every day. Also, when you are asleep, does this light shine within you? Allow it to be the master of your life. Have a wonderful day today. Bye-bye.